Apocalypse Rock Chapter 25 Back to School It's the end of the world as we know it. The car radio played out a pop song as Doug left the health center, his windshield wiper sweeping away the rain. He was never really into the song, but somehow knew all the words. A truck passed by in the opposite direction, shaking the car and spraying water across its side. The song faded and the DJ's husky voice broke in. It's the end of the world as he knows it, and well, at least Michael Stipe feels fine, or at least I'm sure he is when he hears Zantax Dolfino applying their signature cha-cha touch to his song. The end is nigh. Pray to your gods. Me? I'm praying to my gods and thanking them. It's Friday. A loud klaxon went off in the background. Thank the gods, it's Friday. A booming voice with massive reverb effects on it blared out. I'm Reverend Frankie B-A-C-O-N Bacon, your devout local DJ. You're listening to 107.7 The End, party time for the end times. A large reflective sign with a picture of a small pigtailed girl in a pink dress happily chasing a ball flashed in the headlights. Doug slowed as he passed a large wooden sign marking Sternum Island School. He pulled into the parking lot in front of the squat brick and metal-cladded building. He cut the engine and listened to the rain patter against the car roof and windshield. Doug opened the new prescription from Dr. Hubble and popped two of the dark ochre pills into his mouth, catching a reflection of himself in the rearview mirror. The ridiculous bandage wrapped around his head made him look like a cartoon. He pulled the bandage back and was about to take it off when there was a knock on his window. Hey, Doug. A cheery voice came through the glass. You here for the one thirty? It was the school principal, Sam Meyer. The two were the same age and had grown up together on sternum. Oh, hey, Sam, replied Doug, releasing the bandage back against his head. He opened the door and put his jacket on. Yeah, I'm somehow running early. It's been a bit of a crazy day already. It looks like it, said Sam, eyeing Doug's head. I heard about the assault. That's really shocking. Are you okay? Sam's nostrils contracted. Dougie, you stink of smoke. Oh, the bark's worse than the bite, Doug replied, then shook his head. I mean, the medicine is worse than the disease. You know what I mean? I think so, maybe, said Sam. The two walked toward the school entrance together, Doug explaining what had happened to July, the new cop, the fire at July's cabin, and so on. Damn it, what's happening? Sam held open the front door for Doug. You tell me if there's anything I can do to help find July. I've got five minutes and I'm dying for a cigarette, said Doug. The smoke pit isn't still around, is it? Or something like it? Sam laughed. This is an elementary school and the year is not 1980, whenever it was when kids smoked. Just hold off until after the meeting? This morning... It totally screwed up my smoking schedule. I got a job at that Golden Years retreat after this, and I need the kids to tag along. It's going to kill me if I skip a smoke. Then you're going to have to do what the punk kids did. Go hide in the woods. Sam pointed to the dense wall of trees behind the school. That's the thing about this new generation, said Sam. They don't smoke and they don't drink. They're too smart, 
replied Doug. Have you been up there yet, to the retreat? Sam asked. No, not yet, replied Doug. You? No. Sam shook his head. But get this, yesterday a few folks from there, they came to the school for a meeting. They wanted to register 34 kids to start as soon as possible. Can you believe that? I mean, that's almost a quarter increase in the entire school population all at one go. Seriously, said Doug. Can you even take that many kids all at once? Well, usually we wouldn't be able to at all, but we just got a couple new teachers placed here, said Sam. So we can make it work for now. I guess that's lucky, replied Doug. I read in the undertow that there's a freeze on new teacher hires. Isn't there? Yeah, there was, Sam replied. But that was a few weeks ago. Something seemed to have changed over in Terminal. They sent out some folks from Mental Health in the Classroom Initiative. One of them started recently. Calls himself a well-being and mindfulness special advisor. That's a mouthful, quipped Doug. Sam laughed. Actually, I think you're going to be meeting him today. Name's Gavin. I haven't worked with him at all. But he spent all week with Charlene. Doug pulled a small resealable plastic bag with a couple of cigarettes from his inside jacket pocket. Sam smiled uncomfortably. You're really playing the delinquent part, eh? Uh, this, said Doug. It's the only way I can save them from the rain. Remember to get rid of the butt properly, Sam replied. I know it's soaking out there, but still. Anyway, lesson over. Gotta go. You going to the pub tonight? Wouldn't miss it. Doug nodded and walked toward the woods behind the school. Apocalypse Rock is written and read by me, Nate Bitsinski. For more, go to apocalypserock.xyz. Thanks for listening.